Before we get started, two facts, not fiction, the I said what I said edition, I did want to let you guys know, just a disclaimer, whatever is said on the show is a true representation of an experience that myself or one of my lovely cast members has experienced. It is our experience and our truth. No one can take away our truth. I'm sorry if our truth offends you, but this is your moment to click out. And not listen to the rest of this podcast because it will always be our truth and our real experiences. Thank you guys so much for all of your support. And I hope you do keep listening. But if you don't like what's being said, click out, baby. Hi, guys. And welcome back to Facts Not Fiction, the I Said What I Said edition. Again, guys, we're so happy to be here with you guys. Don't forget to turn on your notifications so you can get the latest and the greatest. And don't forget to um, follow our page on Facebook or Instagram for Facts Not Fiction underscore podcast. I do want to introduce my lovely ladies tonight. We have Johnne. Hello. Shanice. Hey, y'all. And Alea cannot be with us tonight, so we were going on, chugging on without her. But she'll be here next time. And who wants to bring us in? So guys, today our topic will be on healing. (laughs) So for myself, I would say that um, I've been on a journey of healing um, with multiple people in multiple situations and relationships um, in the past, I would say two years, maybe about a year and a half more so, Um, just really doing a lot of self-reflection. having a lot of accountability uh, sessions, should I say. And I'm um, just really trying to mend um, some of my bonds that I've created throughout my life and make them stronger or release them. Johnny? Mm. Yeah, for me, you know, thinking about different situations and individuals, you know, within myself, I have to heal from that. But just trying to um, bond and get those relationships that, has some issues back together that has definitely been something worked on mm-hmm. in the recent time. How important is it to y'all to like be around people that are healed and like heal yourself? I feel like it's hit or miss because I feel like you don't know what someone's going through unless they vocalize it. Mm-hmm. So you could someone can give you the appearance that they're healed and just be completely struggling at home. Um so I guess it just uh, it depends on the situation and like what they're trying to heal from specifically. Um, I know that it's good to be around good energy. Like it's always great to be around good energy. Like you don't ever want to be every time you're around somebody, it's like they bring you down type of ish. But um, I guess it just depends on what that person is going through and if I can effectively support them through what they're going through. For me yeah. specifically, yeah, healing is like. Like, you never realize, like, when I guess when you're going through a situation, like, if you're, like, not healed until you, like, can see yourself Mm -hmm. in a situation. However, I do feel like being around people that are healed is very important because, like, I've seen somebody recently that is not healed from a situation that happened to them years ago. And it's affecting them to the point of, like severe depression, Mm. severe, like not no willingness to even get up and move yourself or do anything. It's like almost lethargic. Mm. And it's like, dang, 
you do mm-hmm. still you still there mm-hmm. and you didn't you didn't take the proper channels to heal yourself or like free yourself from the situation and it's weighing you down to that point where something triggers you and now you're on this like whole world spin tail spin spiraling out of control and you have no idea how to stop it mm-hmm. like that is really like just intense eye opening like yes you didn't heal from that you didn't you didn't heal from that situation that's what that is it's, it's, it's essentially like you don't want to be free mm. like, and it's like can they help it you know what i'm saying yeah after so many years of holding on to you know that's interesting like how like people hold on to the hurt like Rather they refuse than, to let it go like right. the hurt identifies them mm-hmm. it's interesting yeah it's it's very interesting and it's like um, when I think about myself, like I just think like, you know, I'm just I don't understand that mm-hmm. because I'm not that type of person that wants to be in that. Like mm-hmm. I want to be I want to be free from that. I don't want to anything to like bog me down and hold me down to that magnitude. Mm-hmm. So I really don't understand how to be there for that or understand really where you're coming from. And that's just being honest. Like I don't believe everybody's struggle is something that you have to understand because mm-hmm. I just really don't. I've never been there. But when I think about it, it's just like, wow, like some people actually live their lives like this and get depressed and get sad and get really upset. And then that turns into other things. That mm-hmm. turns into like substance abuse. Mm-hmm. It turns into like not caring about yourself and, you know, possibly losing jobs. Mm-hmm. And like it turns into all of those things. And I'm just like, it's a ripple effect. Right. Mm-hmm. All because you didn't. Take do the, the work. Pro- do the work and properly heal yourself. Heal yourself. And if if you're talking about years ago, at that time you were a child. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you can't. What that just reminded me what my pastor was talking about again. Like you can't blame yourself for what you did. You can't. Your 30 year old self can't blame yourself for what your five year old self went through. Right. Like, you have to. You know, forgive those who hurt you, and you have to forgive yourself. Like. It's out, some things are out of your control, especially when you're dealing with certain things that are like dealing, especially when it involves other people. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, like, yeah, like you got to do the work. And then again, you don't heal from things that you don't talk about. Like, mm-hmm. if you are unwilling to speak about it, it's unspoken emotions don't go away. Mm-hmm. Like, they just dwell, they build, and they grow. And generational curse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some people are just stuck in that, like, little child. Mm-hmm. Like, they are just stuck. They could be 50 years old, but still, this is a 10-year-old boy inside, you know. So, it just, you have to, like you said, be open. Seek that professional help. Because, I mean, a lot of times, you can't heal on your own. You need somebody like, to mediate or be there to kind of guide you through that healing. So, that's why I'm always, like, pro-therapy. Just Not just because I'm in the field. I may be a little bit biased. But because I know personally that it does help. No, it it does help, and it does like sometimes you just need professional help. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think that I feel like you know God is there to um, help as well, but I feel like you need professional help as well mm-hmm. to just help you, like really, like you said, like guide you and move you through that situation because you could you could literally be stuck. Like mm-hmm. you said, you could be like fifty years old and just be like, mm-hmm. I'm still mad about like we were um talking earlier about people that go to jail mm-hmm. or whatever, and still talking about like oh somebody. My parents did this to me, and this is why I'm in jail. No, you're the reason that you're in jail. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like it's just it's really it's really unfortunate. It's really um, sad mm-hmm. that people really this is how they live their life. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know nothing about it, but 
that's how you live your life. Like you stuck from like 17 years ago, 18 years ago. But it's like healing is a choice. Yes, it's definitely a choice. Like healing and growth is a choice. It definitely Mm -hmm. is. Everybody has the capacity, but not the (laughs) will. That is so true. They don't have that willpower. They definitely don't. It's hard. It is hard. Because you can imagine being like something like traumatic happening to you, like the worst thing possible ever that could ever happen to you happens to you, like losing your husband or losing a child or something like that mm-hmm. and you just stay in that spot and don't move mm-hmm. like well i think mean you were talking about that the other day when i was talking about um my, it being a year since my grandmother has passed mm-hmm. and it was like time waits for no one yeah mm-hmm. like time is going to keep pushing keep going and before you know it a year has passed you by and what have you done what what's here mm-hmm. because another year is going to come like it just doesn't wait like life just simply does not wait. Somebody goes into the ground, that's just it. But life does not stop moving. Mm-hmm. Like so, what do you do? You stay here, or do you fight? It's like each. I don't even say each year. Each month should be like working towards some some form of progression. Mm-hmm. Like if it's mentally, spiritually, emotionally, financially, whatever, you should have some sort of mental note of like, well. In the next few weeks, I'm going to be working towards this, or in the next month, I'm going to next by next year, I'm not going to be where I was at this year nor the year before. It should be like I want to grow, but you know, again, not everybody thinks like that. Yeah, and then some people, every like even with the grieving process, it looks different for everybody. Mm-hmm. People don't go through; it's not linear. Like you could be on step one, and then the next year you could be on three mm-hmm. and then six or five and then go back to two. So, you know, it just really depends. And then like certain situations that we haven't personally been through, we can't speak on that technically because mm-hmm. we never know how we're going to handle some situations. Now, I have a good idea how I would handle some situations and it would not be good. I'm just a realist. <laughs> so I'm not going to sit here and like fake it. Like, Oh, won't be so strong. You know, I'm not going to cry and this, yeah, and this and that. Yeah, so I'm just going to be real. Like, hopefully my goal would be to make it out of it on top to have a story to tell from the tragedy. Mm-hmm. But just in reality, I just can't be that kind of person. Like, even if, you know, yes, I have a belief in God and I, you know, go to therapy and all that good stuff. But we're talking about real life. Mm-hmm. So I think it's to be realistic because I think, you know, we're putting on a front for people, especially for those that. You know, we may have gone through something. They haven't gone through that thing. And then we act like, oh, we don't, we've gotten to this point. And, you know, it was so easy to get past or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then just, it gives the wrong idea to other people. Even though it may have been easier for you, mm-hmm. but not for the other person. Yeah. So you have to be really, like, sensitive towards other people. Their experience is their experience. Mm-hmm. Like, to say it. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, legit, I would say, like, your truth is your truth. Like, can't nobody define that for you based off of their perception. Like, say it again. So, <laughs> yeah. so I hate somebody be like, I ain't do that, or that's not what I, but I saw it and I experienced it. Why are you gonna tell me what my two eyes saw? Yeah, mm-hmm. tell me what I've been through. <laughs> exactly. Okay, whatever. But it's what? like, okay. it, oh, good. it's like, but you know, it's all, not, we don't say all that to say, like, healing definitely does take time. Like, it's not one, two, three, like, boom, I'm over it, I'm good. Like, individuals who feel like, Something happens to them that's traumatic, and the next day they good. They're lying to themselves. Um, you definitely have to do the internal work to like really work through your issues and really, like I said, self reflect and look at you and be like, 
why am I not moving forward? Why am I not healing? Why am I not getting over this situation? Um, something for myself is like, you know, I didn't know certain things bothered me until I started talking about them. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know how like just triggering moments, you know how somebody can speak on something and they just remind you of something and you just like, ooh, that's a nerve that hit a nerve. And then it's like mm-hmm. the moment that nerve is hit for me, I'm like, why do I feel that way with something like this is associated with my memory mm-hmm. or anything like that? It's like, okay, this happened. This is what it reminded me of. Why does this memory hurt me? Mm-hmm. And just kind of like work it down and break it down like that. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, some people just like, mm, I don't want to talk about it. Like, mm. yes. like shut completely down. Like that. Like that. Yeah. Um, I just, I don't want, I don't ever want to not, like when I was um younger, I don't know if I told y'all this, but when I was younger, I was bullied a lot and I was like super quiet. I know y'all cannot imagine that now, but like, mm-hmm. I was like really quiet and like, um, I just let people like run all over top of me yeah. and for the life of me, I cannot allow that to happen to me. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it comes out in ways where I'm just like a, super aggressive, but it's because like, I can remember like the the bullying. Mm-hmm. I can remember like the things that they said and how I just didn't say anything and did not stand up for myself. And in any situation, I have to stand up for myself. Like I have to speak my mind mm-hmm. and say how I feel. Like or it'll just like bother me mm-hmm. to the point of like an eruption. But like I just I can't. I'm not. I'm not gonna be quiet. I can't be that little girl that's like sitting in the corner and quiet and crying because somebody's picking on me like mm-hmm. fuck you <laughs> like and whatever what you wrote in on i'm not gonna take this shit from anybody yeah. and also mm-hmm. men Call like boundaries yeah. oh yeah the boundaries <laughs> clear clear boundaries <laughs> like let's be clear a disrespect can't take you mm-hmm. customer friend family member Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. not gonna do it <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh, but yeah, like it's weird. Um, you know, like you were speaking on generational curses and stuff like that. It's just like it's just weird how we can kind of create situations where because we refuse to heal, mm. like our children suffer. Mm. Like, I don't I don't want to bring any kids in this world and I'm not healed from my traumatic experiences as a child. Like, mm. we will not relive what I went through. I promise that to my children. Like, you will not be. Mommy is coming fully healed and prepared to to guide you until you get to adulthood. You know, to bring you up in the world the way you should be brought up. But you, you know, it's just like uh, now. Have y'all um, healed from? I don't know if anybody's had any traumatic parenting. Oh yes, but like um, <laughs> when we said divorce was a traumatic child. Correct. But have you healed from it? Yes. Yes. Um, I. I think I was telling y'all like um, earlier, like I've had some serious sit downs with both my parents, mm-hmm. like individually and together where I'm like, listen, y'all did not set me up the way that I should have been set up for life. Like, okay. Because the way my bank account set up. <laughs> exactly. it's, it's even beyond the bank account. It's just like mental stability, like just like emotional stability, like on top of financial stability, it's like, you know, Y'all gotta set me back. Like, if this was the starting line, this was me. <laughs> oh, okay. like it's like you know. I wish I would prepare me more for life in general. But it's like, like I, my parents were young parents. They were learning 
as they were growing up. Like, I'm the baby. My mom had me at 22. So it's like, I'm 28 now. 28 for my mom, she had three kids. Like, hell no. I couldn't do that. I already know I couldn't do that. I thank God today that it's just me. I'm like, oh Lord, if I had a child right now, I would be done. Girl, I would be through. Girl, I think about it. I'm just like, you know, I appreciate them for what they did. And I realized, you know, now that I'm older, it's just like, yeah, as I got older, I realized, you know, this wasn't as easy as I thought it would be. Like, it's definitely not easy. And I'm just like, you know, I appreciate y'all for doing the best that y'all could at that time. However, yeah, yeah. However, yeah, it wasn't the best week. I was gonna let you know, like, <laughs> what um, I experienced. Not the best situation, and I definitely feel that when, like, the healing situation and talking to your parents, like, me and my mom recently had a conversation about some things that we both needed to heal from, mm-hmm. and that we've done to each other. And then I, I think that's a, the good part about healing too is knowing your part mm-hmm. because it's always a it's always two sides of the story. Mm-hmm. It's always somebody else's part. So taking ownership and accountability for yourself and doing that self-reflection and then going in and saying, well, like, hey, these are the things that I need going forward. Mm-hmm. This is what I, how it, the relationship, I would like the relationship to be. And then listen to that other person. It was really important for us to have that conversation. And it turned out great. Like we had a really great conversation and I think that the biggest issue between me and my mom is our relationship never matured as I got older. Mm-hmm. So, like, I had to explain to her. I had to explain to her, like, you know, mom, like, I know you see me as the baby girl, but I'm now in my 30s, married with my own family. Yeah. yeah so, like, things have got to be different for us. Mm-hmm. Don't look at my hair. But no, I feel that because I feel like that's something that my parents have graced me to have. It's like as I grew up, they started recognizing me as an adult, not just like, oh, this is our youngest child. It was like, nah, she's grown as a grown woman. Like, she's gonna make her own decisions. She's gonna make her own life. They may not agree with everything I do. You don't have to agree. You ain't gotta like it. (laughs) You ain't gotta like it. Listen, listen, listen. Pay my own bills, like do my own thing. I don't live under anybody's house, and like you know, I live. Exactly. I live. I live states away, so it's just like states. So it's like you know, it's like I've been on my own since I was eighteen. So it's like for ten years. So I've been out of the house for ten years. years. Yeah. So it's just like yeah, I ain't never been back, and I ain't never going back. So it's just like, yeah. Girl, I ain't never going back. I'm, I'm yeah, doing the whole thing. Back. 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 Like, I don't have to be up in the car first. I can't. <laughs> I can't go back. And you know what's? Well, I'll tell you. My parents have tried to convince me to come back. Like, you know, you can come up. Hell no, I can't. That is not an option for me. Not an like, option. that is not, not an option for me. No way on roof. No, but I'm it's like, yeah, getting your roof if you can be dead. <laughs> <laughs> like, get my own roof. I can't. Exactly. <laughs> like, I need. But it's like, and yeah. my mom always say like, um, because when we were living together, it was just like tumultuous. Like, oh my gosh, it was just not okay. She was just like, it was because you're becoming your own queen, and two queens can't rule the same mm-hmm. castle. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. just not gonna work. And I was like, you are so right about that. <laughs> Let me go get a castle, a castle, please. Yes, castle, <laughs> please. Because I need my castle, please. I like that one. I like that one. Ooh, child. Yeah. It's important. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that our parents recognize that like we are not just their children, but we are growing adults. Like. 
Like we are adults, but we're still growing and maturing in our own ways. Like we're not gonna do things the way that y'all did it. We're not gonna do things that y'all did with us, that your parents did with you, that you want us to do with your little grandchildren, none of that. Like I'm so. like, I ain't taking the grandkids. <laughs> <Not> taking. <laughs> don't take them. They love now. Have you ever, have you seen your um parents do the switch up with the grandkids? Girl, no, my mom works with her grandkids. I'm like, stop talking to them cheering like that. <laughs> like, nah, the switch up with the grandkids. You know what happens in this house stays in this house. Mm-hmm. That's your that, mama. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's still your mama. That's still your daddy. That's your blood. Listen, anybody can get cut off. Yep. For the sake of peace. <laughs> For the sake of see, people don't mm-hmm. understand. For that. the sake of peace, you can that peace. deal with them in limits. I um, have to deal with people in limits. If when you when you get a taste of real peace, mm-hmm. you will cut anybody off. <laughs> like, I don't care. I don't care to explain. Like, and I told uh, me and my mom had that conversation that she was like, you know, I'm still your mom and I'm still um I'm I'm always gonna be mom and you know and when my mom says things to me, I just don't say anything. I said <laughs> I said that's a very old school way of thinking. I said you very barbaric. You, <laughs> very barbaric. <laughs> <laughs> I said it's a very old school way of thinking. I wasn't trying to come for her. I'm just saying, like, come up out of that. Yeah. Like, because heal from that. Heal from that. Mm-hmm. Because my thing about it is now, although I can be, I can be disrespectful at times. That's true, mm-hmm. and I can work on that. Mm-hmm. I cannot. I can be respectful, more respectful, I should say. But I'm just not gonna let you just say what you want to say. And I'm just gonna eat it. I think I'm just gonna eat it, and it's like they want to say, they want to do. It's it's not. It's time out for that foolishness. Yeah. Like come up out of that. Like I can't say what I want to say to you. So what gives you the right to mm-hmm. think that I'm going to take that and just no? <laughs> it's coming out like because it no. has that uh, that level of you know respect your elders. I'm like I respect whoever respects me. Like. Like, I respect my elders up until a certain point. Like, you're not going to disrespect me just because you think you're older than me and I ain't going to say nothing. Like, mm-mm. like I will check you, boo. Like, exactly. So it's like, mm-hmm. it's just interesting to see mm-hmm. how, like, I guess the standard of, like, you know, what a healthy life is, mm-hmm. you know, just like mentally and emotionally, physically. Mm-hmm. Spiritually, all that. Um, financially, on all levels, like we, this generation wants a whole lot different, like a whole lot more, should I say, mm-hmm. than what was required or expected of them. Mm-hmm. So somebody's got to put a stop. It was to like somebody. Kids were like seen and not heard or mm-hmm. something like that. Like, I mean, sometimes. Okay, with that statement there, I can understand that because I've seen some very unruly children. 
And I'm just like, the adults are talking, baby. Like, <laughs> like when I'm trying to talk to somebody and their child is over speaking them, I'm like, please, please, please get your baby because I'm talking to you. I ain't talking to them. You cute and all, baby. But it just be like the most like, it's not even like cute, like over talking. It's just complete disrespect. And I'm like, bro, you need to check that. Yeah, some kids need okay. to check. With, with that statement, yes, I can understand that because I don't be no bad kid. <laughs> bad kid. And now, like them your child is being singing a little happy little song, you know, just having them a little grand old time, being super sweet. Uh, that ain't bothering me, but it's like, don't let no child disrespect me and you standing right there. When them um, seeing things and hearing them, they're not supposed to listen, hear say. Because oh. that, you know, that could be traumatizing itself. Why does older black people talk so much junk in front of children? Y'all ever notice that? Mm-hmm. Like, it's a, it's a child present. Then y'all wonder why they a tape recorder and go run around telling everybody the business. Because, girl. <laughs> I'm like, I'm about to get these. Listen, I don't remember. Let me shut up. Um, I wanted to ask y'all a question. Like, um, we were talking about like um like black culture and stuff like that. Like, have y'all ever um parents ever specifically the mom ever instilled as you did like the strong black woman syndrome? No. My I, so it's so crazy that you said that. Because me and my mom had uh conversation today where we were talking about what's the definition of a man actually mm. I think that it was more instilled to me in what a man was supposed to be than versus like how I was supposed to be as a woman I think I learned more about being a woman from my father than I did my mother and I saw examples of the things that the women in my family did and dealt with that I was like yeah I don't if I if this is what I have to do to get a man that y'all say that I'm supposed to have, and this is what y'all did with, with these type of men, I don't want that kind of man. Like, I'm good on that. I, I, got, <laughs> I got me. Like, yeah. I got me over here. And I'm going to always make sure I got me. But that's also why I suffer from hyper-independence because I've seen so many mm-hmm. women yeah. claim their role that, okay, the, men, the man is the provider, but you think because a man provides for you financially that – he can do whatever he, he can do whatever he wants. No, he cannot. No, he so, can't. It's just like I don't care if you run in a Fortune 500, baby. You gonna come home and do these see, dishes. See, you got yes. this. You, you got to the trash. You have toxic masculinity roles out there. Who think like, oh well, I'm taking care of the house. I'm paying. No, you ain't got to work. You don't have to lift a finger. You don't have to pay no bills. So I'm gonna do what I do. Take care the house, the kids. The um paying the bills or whatever you might as well be a glorified Listen, bookkeeper slash nanny. Something exactly. My, something my mom said that. to me. She was like, you know, what? my grandmother she never had to pay a bill, but she had to worry about her man stepping out on her. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, that's true. Like, and then she got quiet. I'm like, yeah, nigga, like <laughs> we know, we know that, we know, we do know. Like, I know stories of family members. Is that the old, girl? I mean, my one of my family members still well. I, what I heard kisses her husband's picture in the past at night, even though he stepped out and had a child mm-hmm. on her while they were married. And I said, Lord, come on now, because Papa was Rolling Stone, he gonna roll into an early grade. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, so it it it, 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 it that is a triggering thing for me because it's like, bro, I don't have an example for me for what a strong. No, let me not say that because the women in my family are very strong. You're a very strong individual. Independent, yeah. But I didn't see that level of independence that I wanted to see that I see from myself. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's like, 
I I determined that for me. Like I wasn't taught how to be independent. It was like, no, I'm gonna make sure I'm straight, like with or without a man, because I've seen several women in my family who when their man left, their whole world crumbled. Good night. Oh yeah, I saw that. And I'm just like I'm never gonna be that dependent on a man that I'm just gonna be Oh, if he if he leaves my whole world rocks, y'all saw my relationship in my world in shape. It is it elevated, okay? So it's like Listen, like earthquake. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just like you got to. It's like yeah, I set myself up in a way where it's like at the end of the day, like I can take care of me. I'm not that super reliant on anybody else. Granted, like if you're here, you add to me. Like most a definitely, plus. yeah, you're a plus, not a minus. What what the like we two positives over here because it's like you know like. Let's let's step up, like, but yeah, we no. elevate each other exactly. Yeah. And that's but the then part. for me, it was the the strong black woman, as if like there was never a moment for you to be vulnerable because you had to be strong all the time, all the time. Like it was that's not normal. That's not realistic. I was about to say that's not realistic. That's not realistic, and that's not normal. I don't think that I've ever really, until my adult life, ever really seen my mom cry. Mm -hmm. Or really show anything because even if when I went through things in my relationship, you strong, we build on this whole doll, all our family is strong women, ain't nothing but strong women. I'm just like, I don't want to be strong, I'm I don't want to right just, yeah, it's okay, not ball be of okay. Life. but I mean, that's, that's all she true. knew yeah. because my grandmother was a strong woman, her mother was a strong woman, and that's the time that they grew up in with you know, like the. You know, the black and white, you know, yeah. slavery, black and white situation, no to be Jim Crow. Like, they just have to be strong women and hold things down that way. But it's like, again, in this generation where we're healing from these things, and even with my husband, like, you know, sometimes I have to catch myself and actually be vulnerable with him and tell him the things that I'm thinking and mm -hmm. tell him how I'm feeling and express those things to him That's because I'm just word. going so hard to yeah. be a strong black mm -hmm. woman that I can't even be vulnerable with my own husband yeah. that shares my bed. Yeah. So it's like you you really have to heal from those things and move forward in a way that is beneficial to your life. Yeah. Because right now, being a strong black woman, you know, it's okay to be strong at some points, but at some point you will have to be, who can't, if you can't be vulnerable with your husband, who's going to be vulnerable with? I have a question for you. If you, I don't know if you want to say something too, but I do have a question for both of y'all. Mm -hmm. So like, uh, do y'all believe in like uh you know females being more masculine or being more feminine and you know but yeah like uh how they say there's power in a uh, femininity mm -hmm. like um do y'all feel like what you were saying earlier is like bringing on that masculine role is always got to be the strong black woman it's like that's more of masculine energy where yes. it's like that vulnerability that's a feminine side of yourself that you don't get to really explore especially like if you like struggling to do it with your own husband it's like he's only seeing the strong version of you like he's never seen not saying that he ha can't see it but it's just like you know who supports you when you're weak if it's if not your husband like you know like who sees that side of you if not your husband if you always have to portray like i'm so strong all the time yeah i feel like sometimes it can be um i can see where it can be thought as as masculine energy I also feel like it's a it's a necessary part, but not all the time. Mm -hmm. Like it's necessary to be to be strong because like as women we go through a lot or have to endure, you know, a lot, especially just childbirth alone mm. is a beast. Mm -hmm. And I feel like any woman that has gone through that is a strong woman because mm -hmm. that's 
that's a lot to bring another human into this life. But it's just a lot of things that, you know, women as the nurturers and as the pretty much the, I would say, I would say caretakers of like, that's the kind of like the thing that we do naturally. Mm -hmm. I feel like you do have to be strong to mm -hmm. do that. And with, but at the same time, it's okay to let that guard down and just be real about, listen, I'm stressed. I'm not feeling it. I don't feel good. And my husband does a really good job of that. Cause I'm be like, listen, I ain't got, I don't, I don't got it in me today. <laughs> like I just, I just don't. And he's really good about like, all right, let me pick up this and go make sure we got this or whatever you need in the house. Or let me cook something that he can't cook, but he can do a little something in the air fry now. <sighs> So he'll, he'll he's go. Trying. He's trying. He's trying to <laughs> grab a bowl of egg in a minute. Okay. <laughs> it's the triumph, Mickey. It's girl. It's, it's the effort. <laughs> yes. Okay, every single time. But like when I, whenever I want to, I'm learning that now that when I want to be vulnerable or when I have to be vulnerable or whatever, it's okay. Mm -hmm. Because I think the biggest thing about it, like I was taught, like ain't nobody gonna be there. Like you gonna be there for yourself. Mm. Or whatever, so it's kind of like I'm just only depending on myself, but I'm like I'm just married. Like y'all are one, mm -hmm. correct? So if he can lean on me, I can lean on him. Like you know, one's down, one's up. You know how it is. But I do think that is some masculine energy because, and then you know, stereotypically in the black houses, you know, there was only the mom mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. or whatever. So you got to be two roles, mm -hmm. and I feel like that's part of the reason that my mom was the way she was because she was she was, she was mom and dad so she was very strict and she was like y'all not gonna run over top of me like y'all y'all gonna listen i have to keep it in order i have to do both sides and that's what that's why she was such a strong woman that's why i never seen her vulnerable or anything like that because she just felt like she couldn't fall apart mm -hmm. that's like johnny was talking about like how traumatic divorce can be <laughs> yeah yeah, for me, I mean, I feel like I'm still, like, healing through that. Because not long ago, like, holidays are really, like, tough for me. Like, I would cry every holiday because um, my parents got divorced when I was 15. So it's like when, you know, your brother and then you have your dad over here and then your mom's over here. Then you want to, like, have your brothers come at least with your dad to go out to eat or whatever. You know, to spend time with each other. That was really tough for me. I think the last couple holidays have been better, but I literally would cry because I mean, it's stressful. Yeah, and then like you look up to, to your parents as your heroes. Essentially, that's what I did, mm -hmm. and I was just like, I can't believe that this has like crumbled and it's ended. You know, mm -hmm. between the two, but um, but yeah, as far as like the masculinity or oh, and the femininity, all that stuff. I feel like, especially like for men too, because y'all said that the vulnerability can be more feminine. That we have to allow men to feel comfortable, like crying. Amen. Because you know? I seen, you know, my boyfriend, like, he shed some tears Same. the other day, and I'm just like, I'm glad that you feel comfortable to cry in front of me mm -hmm. about something that hurts you. And um, that's I just another, think that's really important. That's another like curse we need to break within the black community. Is like, like crying is a girl. Boys don't cry pretty much. Like yeah, it's sign of weakness. Yeah. yeah, and it's not. It's like. Well, there's strength and vulnerability. Mm -hmm. So much strength. When you can be that authentic mm -hmm. and that real with not only yourself but with someone else. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this definitely shifted in, in that. I feel like you are absolutely right when you say we need to heal from that mm -hmm. because it's it's not why is why is crying just a woman thing? Mm -hmm. It's not. Mm -hmm. I will. Man, crying for me. I'm. Like, <laughs> 
Bring it on in. Mm-hmm. I'm about to cry too. Like, for real though, like you <laughs> know, I don't like crying in front of like, people I'm not like close to or like I don't know. Then it makes me like kind of feel like nervous or like shy. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm gonna see me cry. But yeah. You don't need to see this out of me. Like, I'm, like, <laughs> I'm, I'm out of here. Yeah, I'm <laughs> But yeah. She gonna cry out of the car. <laughs> like, and also like gender roles. Like, I don't, I mean, I think those should be shared in a way. Um, you know, some yeah. things I'm not. I mean, I will do. I have to, but it's like I'm not gonna be slaving in a hot stove or you know in a hot kitchen. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not gonna be you know cooking all the meals, mm-hmm. vacuuming, sweeping, dusting, all that good stuff, and you do nothing. Yeah. But take the maybe take the garbage out. But we need to. Yeah. That's easy. Taking but, the garbage out is easy. Okay. We need to share. Like, who said women just sit there and wash dishes? Like well, that man. Men have to pay all the bills. Yeah. yeah. Girl, exactly. I will share. My conversation with my mom, I was like, who, who's, I don't mind paying bills. I, I, like, like, yeah. I don't care about that. I need my own money. <laughs> you know, like, you know, I'm just not having it. Like, I don't mind it at all. Like, I, share. I mean, I don't, I don't mind sharing the load or the weight or whatever. Like, it's 50 50. It's, it's, well, it's not even 50 50. It's 100 100. Right. Yeah. Because sometimes women may pay more than the mm-hmm. other, but I mean, I'm still contributing some way. Yeah. You know, over money. I mean, whatever, however it works for you. But mm-hmm. I don't feel like it's a man thing to pay bills. The sole provider. And I don't feel like it's a woman thing to um, take care of the house. Take care of the house or it's cook. A, it's a shared it's responsibility. There's some men out there that can cook better than the women. Mm-hmm. And you know, so there's some, some women out there. The correct. And there's some women out there that's running the Fortune 500. Mm-hmm. Well, I can talk about that, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's on the way. Right. <laughs> and then, uh, I'm all that. But yeah, there's some women out there that are doing that. And making majority of the money, yeah. or whatever. Like it's just, yeah. what's I mean, I don't. I don't but I also think that's a difference in the generation. Like our generation don't mind. Like we, I feel like the older generation, like as a man, is supposed to do all that because like women couldn't do that. Mm-hmm. When, when did yeah, y'all have your own bank accounts and work, vote? <laughs> you had no rights. You couldn't do it. Yeah, we're seeing lesser than a man. And then, so even looking like the old like propaganda and like commercials and everything, it was always a woman with some type of appliance in her hand. Exactly. Like that's all she did was like like with a um, clean a vacuum, house, like, like wash you know. dishes and, or change a diaper. Like men can do it too. Exactly. Men can do it this too. This house, we, we do it all. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if I'm cooking, God damn it, you watching it? I'm not about to see it cook. And clean. That's just, I'm here. Yeah, my work is that I go upstairs. Yeah, my work is. <laughs> you got to go not the road. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's me with my moo moo. Out the door. I did it. Did what I had to do. Yep, I did. I did. Definitely did that. Sure. Because I can't cook and clean. But, and then you said also about your like life crumbling when a man like exits mm-hmm. your life. Now that is a huge thing that we that I'm trying to stop in my. Like I'm not gonna have no girls running around here talking about oh my man left now I'm just done I'm mm-hmm. new mm-hmm. like that's mm-mm. girl I've seen it too many times like, yeah. you can't have that type of power with me mm-hmm. first of all first no, <laughs> I, I got to have, I see, it's not everybody is fortunate to get <laughs> no, for real. to go to school or maybe get a trade or you know but you have to have the willpower to do something so that you can at least have your necessities met. And maybe have a little bit of wants because you gotta have some self care in there and, you know, and do something. Nice it for is some women out here in this world who just want to be kept 
that's cool and that's your prerogative. Yeah, that's but you just got to deal with what it is with being a kept woman. And that's mm -hmm. a man. I ain't, a no, cat. I ain't no cat woman. No. <laughs> no. Like, I can't do that. Girl. I forgot her name, but she was on the bag. Girl, I said that earlier today. She was like, she your hoes or something like that. I was like, you one of them that he controls. Exactly. Like he he treating you no different. Now, uh -huh. So something I was saying, like in this day and age, it ain't nothing for men to drop their money on you. Like, if he got it, he can spend it. Like so he buying you a burger, he buying her a burger. Like he got it like that. Yeah, like, burger, you ain't special because he paying your bills. He paying everybody bills. She bought her red bottom. She get red bottom too. Exactly. So I it's can. just like the factor of money Hmm. Making the man a provider is just like it's so that's a traumatic thing for me. It's just like, why do y'all think I gotta this man gotta do it all for me or he gotta provide for me financially hmm. solely for me to be okay? Like but, best believe somebody act crazy. Like, oh, I'm like, packing my bag. Like, oh, he gotta take me to Rupert. Can you take yourself, baby? That's my thing. It's like can anything I require of a man, I can do I it can myself. Yes, I, I may miss that extra money, but honey, I will have my needs met. Listen. Just because I did it before for all these years. And see, my thing is like, <laughs> when you met me, I had my own. Oh, yeah, I had everything. And best believe if you act up, I can go back and get my own. Okay. Yeah, y'all ain't gonna see me out here looking crazy. You with a fool. my credit up. Yeah. yeah. No, ma'am. I'm no. not gonna do no thing. I'm just saying <laughs> no savings savings is depleted like oh no having access I said we will have a joint savings and checkings but best believe I've got my own checking and my own savings no, I can't. You just can't be. Honestly, so we don't even really even put our money together. Our, our money is our money. When we come to have to come together, we come together to pay the bills, take mm -hmm. care of what we got to take care of, and then that's just that. Because you're still your own individual personal and relationship. And I think that's what people also like, even though, yes, I haven't been married yet, but it's like. All right now with the yes. Come on, manifest. All right, yeah. All right, we wait on. But, uh, but um, <laughs> get my dress together, get my box up. Oh, yeah, you're going to have to address Joy. Um, but it's like, you still have to be your own person. Because at the end of the day, you might be one, but you're still, you know, John A or, and David or whoever. You're still your own person. You still have to have the things that you like to do. And you still mm. have to be Sorry. able to have your own. John is so cute, yo. Your own life, you know. That's all I'm saying. Because people do get wrapped up in there and they lose their identity. Mm. I've heard of that. And that's like I'm like Lord, please. Yeah, I do. Actually, first of all, like I can't, I can't be. I'm married and everything. I'm, mm -hmm. I can't never be that wrapped up to him that I can't have my own personal life. Mm -hmm. Like go out and do me, mm -hmm. some from you know from time to time. You know, what I'm saying not all the time, but like my identity is not just a wife. That's mm -hmm. part of my identity, but not completely mm -hmm. everything that I am. I'm just not a wife and a mom. Mm -hmm. Like yeah. that's just not it all to me like i'm still me you know what i'm saying like i feel like people lose a lot of people lose their identities behind a man and then when he go upgrade or downgrade in some cases to another woman 
then you don't know who you are mm-hmm. anymore. It's so crazy because it's like healing really does trickle into so many different factors, setting boundaries, mm-hmm. generational curses. Yeah. Like you can, it's it's endless mm-hmm. traumatic experiences. Like it's so many things that you could just kind of relate to it and figure out like, okay, this is something that requires healing. This is something that requires growth. Like it's, it's. Yeah. When you really think about all the things that we were programmed or just seen, mm-hmm. you know, in, from childhood to now and the thing like and that shapes the things that we do mm-hmm. so yeah like i said it is very important to just heal yourself mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. everybody has the capacity but don't all of us have the will mm-hmm. and we need to make that will move because it's time to do some healing and we have a lot and like you said the black culture that needs to be addressed and taken care of and the only way we can do that is by talking about it mm-hmm. and really dealing with it, no, not no, letting no. it deal with us and dictate how we're going to do life. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But guys, I think this is a good place to go ahead and end it. End it. Mm-hmm. I did want to, excuse me. Um, I told you guys that if you um, leave us a rating and a review on um, whatever platform you listen to, that I would shout you guys out. So I do want to shout out Jade. Um, She said, love everyone's different views and perspectives on the topics. It makes me look at my life and help me reevaluate certain things. And this podcast always keeps it real. Yes, we do. Yes, ma'am. And do and will and always. So thank you, Jade, for leaving that review and rating. All right, guys, it's time for the, uh, I said what I said. Okay. Don't go into debt this holiday season being stressed out. (laughs) (laughs) I said what I said. (laughs) I'm sorry, I had something for that, but I can't remember it from the last time. Sorry, but it it still makes sense. Um, what did I say? Hmm, what I got to say? I'm never free. I just make time for what I care about. I said what I said. Boom on up. All right. All right, and then it's me. Um, everybody cannot make potato salad. Okay. <laughs> I just want to put that out there. Everybody potato salad ain't good. It might not be your ministry. Maybe you on string beans. Maybe you on a cornbread. But just be careful about that because everybody's not equipped for the potato salad. And mm-hmm. I just need y'all to understand that. I said what I said. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. Don't forget to follow us on Facts Not Fiction underscore podcast on Instagram and Facebook. Turn on those notifications so you can hear the latest and the greatest from all of us lovely ladies. And don't forget on whatever platform that you choose to listen to this wonderful podcast on that you leave a review or a rating we will shout you out like we did miss jade yes we will yes we will (laughs) but all right guys it's been great talking with you guys again i hope you learned something i hope you are ready to open the floodgates to healing because we want that for you everybody deserves to be healed and again we all have the capacity but don't have the will so let's have the will all right guys Bye. Bye. Bye.